Hi, Ferris, how's your bod? <laughs> oh my god, you're dying? Uh-oh. <laughs> Is it serious? Uh, I don't know. I hope not. I think I may need a kidney transplant. Shit. Are you upset? <laughs> Excuse me. Think you'll be alive this weekend? Yeah, I'd say. Great, maybe I'll see ya. Strike the clock tower precisely 10.04 p.m. next Saturday night. If we could somehow harness this lightning, channel it into the flux capacitor, it just might work. Next Saturday night, we're sending you back to the future. Voicemails to man from Los Angeles. Master, we are now descending onto Earth. What are our next orders? Thank you, man behind the machine. I have not seen that movie. However, you did mention Snowden and you did mention Julian Assange. I am aware of those guys. I read the WikiLeaks when they came out on was people were uploading them on Twitter. In 2016, I thought it was astonishing the amount of information that was in those emails and code words and such. Um, so confused me that this information was leaked. And it was so interesting to see that the very people that were mentioned in these emails who were saying some very questionable things... Um, I, it's it's kind of like the idea of like when someone gets caught with their hand in the cookie jar and then somehow uh, they get the authorities to believe that you are actually the person who had their hand in the cookie jar instead. Deep fakes, the looming threat of 2020. Design news seven days ago. Anonymous view. What you're seeing is not a Hollywood special effect. And anyone with a powerful computer and enough time can make one. You might have heard why deepfakes could threaten everything from biometrics to democracy. IT Pro 7 days ago. Anonymous view. Until recently you needed the sophisticated technology of a Hollywood studio to create convincing deepfakes. Not anymore. The technology has become so advanced and readily available. 
Deepfakes could destroy trust in filmmakers. What can we do about it? RedSharkNews.com one year, one month ago. Anonymous view. The problem in 2019 is that deepfakes are now far more common and are being used for far more than porn. Alongside Hollywood actors, politicians. The deepfake apocalypse never came. But cheapfakes are everywhere. Mashable 20 days ago. Anonymous view. Deepfakes take time, reactions from Trump's supporters came in quick the day the pro-wrestler turned Hollywood actor made an extremely rare political endorsement, publicly backing Joe. Researchers are preparing for the coming wave of deepfake propaganda. Snopes.com a month ago. Anonymous view. Videos, though, are another story. Hollywood directors can spend millions of dollars on special effects to make up a realistic scene. But using deepfakes, amateurs with misinformation woes could multiply with the deepfake the videos. Rappler a month ago. Anonymous view. Washington, D.C., USA if you see a video of a politician speaking words he never would utter, or a Hollywood star improbably, worries are. Soon, only AI will able to detect AI defake the videos. The National Interest a month ago. Anonymous view. Videos, though, are another story. Hollywood directors can spend millions of dollars on special effects to make up a realistic scene. But using deepfakes, amateurs with media and technology. Gertie two months ago. Anonymous view. A Hollywood star's run at the top of Tinseltown can be fleeting. But artificial intelligence is powering de-aging technology, and even generating lifelike digital humans that. In a battle of AI versus AI, researchers are preparing for the coming wave of defake propaganda. TheStreet.com 30 days ago. Anonymous view. Videos, though, are another story. Hollywood directors can spend millions of dollars on special effects to make up a realistic scene. But using deepfakes, amateurs with. In a battle of AI versus AI, researchers are preparing for the coming wave of defake propaganda. Yahoo! News a month ago. Anonymous view. Videos, though, are another story. Hollywood directors can spend millions of dollars on special effects to make up a realistic scene. Uh, yes, it was a young woman. That was a huge pastime watching that with my brothers and then my husband. It was, you know, just a thing we did. Trekkers. We and were called Trekkers. Trekkers. And do you know who the Borg are? Borg are? The Borg. B-O-R-G. The Borg. Uh, sounds familiar, but I can't picture So it. the Borg are like machine people. They're humans that have been assimilated. 
to the board consciousness. Oh. So like a Spock himself? Not like that. More like they're just automaton robot kind of people that have been assimilated okay, yeah, to the board. So there's this big Borg cube, and then they've got a queen, the Borg queen. And she could hear all their thoughts, and then so when you lose, when you become a Borg, you lose your individuality and you become one of them. Well, that kind of sounds like America today. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. How so? George Orwell, a uh, lot like that. Oh, George Orwell, here we go. Lose your identity? Yes. Yeah, the Borg is um, Star Trek The Next Generation. They are the official, if you're interested since you're Trekkie, the Borg is an alien group that appear as recurring antagonists in Star Trek. The Borg are cybernetic organisms. They live linked. They're all linked together in a hive mind called the Collective. They co-opt technology and knowledge for other alien, from other alien species to collective through the process of assimilation. And, okay, uh, let me back up there. Reoccurring antagonist yeah. sounds negative. Yeah, they're like the bad guys. They're always the enemy of the Starship Enterprise. Aha. And it says, um, when they first contact a human, they say, we are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Your culture will adapt to service us. Resistance is futile. Wow. Uh, it's another example of totalitarianism. Yeah. It's still a little hard for me, but I'll do it. And I don't do it at work, so it usually happens outside of work, but I have trouble doing it. Uh, and that is getting into conversation with Republicans. Uh, I got into one yesterday, and it's like, okay, how do I escape this conversation? But I was nice, Minnesota nice. And the thing is, did you see the news today? No. Nope, I don't watch the news. What happened? Nope. Watch the news. Well, there's the news. I said, well, what news is this? Because anyway, if I do watch, I really don't watch any of them. But anyway, so they have done something to Fox News to take the Republicanism out of Fox. So now there's another uh, Republican news channel that's more truthful and not, uh, you know, they're probably more biased. Fox, I think, has won an award for being unbiased, uh -huh. you know. For reporting both sides. Although I don't watch it, I just happened to have trouble uh, many years ago when I was forced to watch it, five years ago, and it seemed very biased towards Republicans. But now I guess it's really losing its savoir faire of another new agent, news agency. But what happened was there's a secret voter fraud going on, and it's going to go directly to the Supreme Court. What so is the this? hopes are there. 
for what? the Republicans that Trump is still going to get in. Really? What's the voter fraud? Well, uh, I guess now it's in this news story, which I don't watch news, that it's up to 17 states have filed voter fraud. And so what the cool thing that the Republicans like, that it bypasses all the local courts. This law, this voter fraud thing, goes right directly to the Supreme Court. So we have 17 states that are going to go in the hand of that new Supreme Court justice, what's her name, you know? So if anything's a plot, that sounds like a plot from the uh, right and not the left. But So you're I saying this is, going to, this is going to SCOTUS? Huh? This is going to go to SCOTUS? Yeah, that new, well, the new Republican-controlled uh, grand jury, and of course she's the newest one, I forgot what her name was, Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, yeah, Amy Coney. Amy. Amy Coney Barrett. And that is going to be their, uh, their saving grace is the Supreme Court. So if you can't get it done in an election or anywhere else in the country, the Supreme Court's going to get it done for the uh, Republicans. Is that and that is saying? their faith. That is the way they talk. And I thought, okay, how can I escape this guy? I said, you know, I'm not really on your side. I'm not really on the other guy's side. I'm a moderate. I just sit in the middle, and I can make uh, predictions that I don't tell people because they don't want to hear. I really don't believe in the voter fraud. I really believe in that um, it, that it is an issue right now. Um, everyone has been awful quiet about who's president, you know. I thought on December 15th the Electoral College was supposed to get done. Isn't that coming up? Yeah, that hasn't got here yet. Yeah. So do they have a chance? So we'll do see. they have a chance at the Supreme Court? Well, 17 states is a lot further away from 50 states. And what 17 states filed voter fraud? Well, if those are the important states to swing the vote um, you know and that and he said and, and this this old man that got in the conversation with me said don't you watch the news no well there's one of the biggest news stories of all time being covered up it's not being reported and that is the voter fraud and now they're up to 17 states have filed for voter fraud and it's going to the supreme court yeah. i've not heard any of the media is complicit they won't talk about it yeah. Yeah. And so whether something's going to come of it, I don't know. But I haven't really seen anything about this new president, wh whoever it is, whoever it is, it, it doesn't seem like a normal uh, changing of the guard no. or continuation with whatever it is. The behaviors of the outgoing president are to pardon people. And that's what he's been doing. Uh, did you see Tulsi Gabbard uh, was saying that he should pardon Assange and Edward Snowden? Did you hear that? I did hear of that. And the, I wasn't paying attention to the who as much as I was the behavior. The behavior is outgoing presidents start to go through their pardoning. 
if he was going to be into another term, I don't believe he'd be so busy about pardoning. So, you know, I do believe he's coming to acceptance that maybe he is on his way out, despite whatever it is all of them. I forgot. Now, this guy said, do you know who Biden is? I said, no, who is he? And he went and gave me a whole laundry list, which I wish I had my... Why not stir the soup? Make the kettle black. Call the kettle black, make it black. So he's going to make a mess. Sure, he's going to... Yeah, why not? Why not? Remember now what he said about... Uh, this, this Republican said about Biden. Well, Biden, for one thing, he's in with the Chinese and the Russians. You really got to watch out for that. Yeah, you got to watch out for this guy. <laughs> I found that hilarious because as a world power, who aren't we in with? So was Trump in with the Chinese and the Russians? I don't see that any one guy is in with the Chinese and the Russians any more than the other guy. In fact, did you know Trump's granddaughter speaks fluent Chinese? Xing Xiao. <laughs> well, you know, I forgot the story, but I read the sideline story many, many months ago. Um, oh, I guess it was a sort of a Republican uh, flair because they were picking on him. He was calling it, and he hasn't done it lately, the Wuhan virus, the China virus, right? Yeah. And the writers who wrote, of course, in favor of Trump, were saying that there's no way uh, that he would be against it. They have friends in China. The, the granddaughter speaks Chinese. She has a special Chinese tutor, you know. And they were doing all the laundry list of why Trump would, would never pick on the Chinese. He loves them. He's part Chinese. Uh-huh. <laughs> he needs to be part. He's a whistleblower. People don't even know what he did. Nope. What percentage of people haven't even read his book? They yeah. don't even know. All they know is that he's a bad guy. That's all they know. Assange, uh, according to Edward Snowden, he's a, he's a lot worse guy, but he's a, he's for free press, which that is a basic human right. That is a basic part of our Constitution. Assange just goes about it differently. He goes about it like letting the floodgates open and letting all the cattle out. He doesn't <laughs> make a story of it. He just prints everything and nobody wants to read it, right? <laughs> he, He's too hard to decipher. Snowden separates himself from Assange because he makes sure that the story goes out properly. Mm. And that's why he went to whoever it was, the Guardian, or whoever, I I, want to say it was the Guardian, with his story. He did not let Assange have it, even though Assange wanted it. But Assange, once he gets all the information, he doesn't know what to do with it. So he prints all three million pages or whatever, a ridiculous amount with no story that nobody can cares to even look at. Because you know so, if, yeah, they, if he, you know if you pardoned um, Edward Snowden that Snowden comes back to the United States and you know the Senate Intelligence Committee is going to want to meet him, right? I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know. I, I imagine him coming back to the United States and being quite famous and leading a peaceful life. I don't know why the government would want anything to do with him. He's he's pardoned, you know. I'm sure they're going to be careful where they put him to work. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 So it should be interesting to follow, especially since we spent a great deal. Oh, I think they both can be parts. Uh, Assange might have his hands in more. Snowden only had his hands in one thing. Uh, the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see one as that much different than the other. Going along with also Chelsea Manning, uh, I, I don't know. Did she get pardoned? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Um, but she is a topic of Snowden's. Is she? I don't follow Assange that much because Snowden didn't really care for him as a reliable source. He, he wrote in his book, if he cared for, for Assange as a reliable source, he would have went to him first because they had a friendly relationship, honestly. He had his route. He had given uh, Snowden. Assange gave Snowden his route out of Hawaii. I think he went from Hawaii to China, China to Russia, and he was to go from Russia. This whole idea of the route of where he went was to avoid those... Uh, what do they call those lines, the barriers uh, that you cannot cross, um, the international barriers? And, and so Assange knew the way out of wherever it was he had to get out of to escape the U.S. government. And that was why he got that route, Hawaii to China, China to Russia, and Russia. I think it's called go to somewhere like yeah. Equitable. I think it's called the Trans-Siberian Express. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, it actually has another name. It's in his book. Um, but it was about, because even if you're flying over whatever those lines are, those international lines, you, you're subject to something. But, you know, he was avoiding being subject to perhaps uh, having the plane hijacked back to America because he was in the, those boundaries, right? He, 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 you know, was avoiding all that, but what he didn't plan for was Americans canceled his passport, oh, they right? Did. Okay. So even though he was staying out of their jurisdiction by not even flying over American territories, he still lost his passport. He should have had, or maybe could have he had, a couple passports. How hard would have that been to plan for? Yeah, doesn't that du know. doesn't Double Seven do that? He always has like different identities. Yeah, right. So don't they do that in the spy novels? Very well. <laughs> don't they do that? Isn't no. that, isn't that like the first play part of the playbook? Is you have like a suitcase yeah. suitcase full of all that stuff? Yeah, you got your identity changed. Jeez. And then you have all those gizmos that shoot bullets and poison to kill people getting your way <laughs> oh. oh yeah i love the old 007 movies uh should you be captured or interrogated the this organization will disavow your existence and you will be banished this message will self-destruct in 10 seconds yes funny when they disavow you that's like jason Bourne, you know where he's like running in some foreign country and the and then the u.s disavows him 
Yeah, I remember that movie, but I also remember Mission Impossible. I thought the statement you were reciting was more like a Mission Impossible. That is Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Should you decide to take this or whatever? Should you be caught, you'll be destroyed, now the doc, you know, whatever. That sounds just like what they must go through in the CIA even. Uh, Yeah. Never talk, because they knew they could be off. So Assange runs to Russia, and now his only saving grace is Trump pardoning him. Where is Assange? Um, Assange is in solitary confinement in London. Yeah, I was going to say, he's in London. Yeah. He's in I a, mean, I don't know where he's, he's, headed, a, he's in. He's in what they call the hole. Yeah. Uh, and I heard he's not even been charged, and there's no charges, and he's just in the hole indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's all rational. The chocolate and the coffee, 19... Don't try to move. I am on board the Enterprise. That's right. A futile maneuver. Incorrect strategy. Number one. To risk your crew and ship to retrieve only one man. Picard would never have approved. You underestimate us if you believe this abduction is any concern. There is no need for apprehension. I intend no harm. No harm. I will continue aboard this ship to speak for the Borg. While they continue, without further diversion, to Sector 001, where they will force your unconditional surrender. We're coming with every available starship to assist, Captain. But the closest help is six days away. All you know how to do is play it safe. If you can't make the big decisions, Commander, I suggest you make room for someone who can. We can generate a concentrated burst of power at that same frequency distribution. How do we do that? The main deflector dish. found the captain's uniform and his communicator. Julian Assange. 
Yeah, so the Ecuadorian, the Ecuadorian prime minister or president that got in is is the well, you know, he's I guess he's just another corrupt one, and um, they said he he wanted to make dealings with the U.S. so that he didn't, so he got some sort of maybe like protection or aid over there for himself. So he was making a deal because the I think the other one before him was kind of um, sought to sought to protect Assange. So, should he come back to U.S. for extradition? Um, I, should he? I I don't know. It'd be great if he remained in the embassy. Maybe is he innocent or guilty? Oh, uh, of what? I mean, is he releasing secrets that shouldn't be secret? Yeah, probably. Do other journalists do this? Yeah. What's the difference between them and... Um, oh, yeah, right. That's what they're going to do. I mean, there's been espionage, too. And... Um, I mean, that's just the art, yeah. It's, to even talk about it, it's pretty ridiculous, I think. Oh, look at this, man. Um, our Chrome. So, like, yeah, I mean, to, like, to discuss it is kind of ridiculous in the sense that it's, um, I mean, if you have to discuss it, it's already kind of past the, I think it's past the point of, um, understanding what's going on. Well, because, um, if, I think if one observed the situation for what it was, um, one would understand that people, um, state actors are going against him for various reasons. And, you know, maybe they're trying to protect a system of indoctrination. So it seems that arguing whether he's like guilty or innocent is ridiculous because he's going to be, because it doesn't like, it's not really the, it's like the, the point is that the government had been hiding things for so long and so many different things, um, from, a uh, and pretending to be democratic or at least like promoting ideas of democracy when, you know, you yourself said it's a tech, you know, a world of technocrats. So, um, Uh, well, I don't know. It's a battle between them and him. For him, I think, it, at least at some level, it's it was a releasing of information. But once somebody does that, maybe people come after them. So, try to snuff them out. I mean, you know, they, uh, um, they suicided, what's his name, Anthony Bourdain. And then, like, I talked to my family about it. And they all think, they're all like, oh, he was a drug user, and oh, he was with that crazy Italian woman, you know, so they, they, they buy right into that, they buy right into the storylines that are handed down to them from the, from the papers and the, um,
and the radio or wherever they're getting their stuff from. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, maybe, maybe what arts, the art does is it opens, in some ways it opens people's minds. So with a, with a, with a more open mind, a non-conventional mind, maybe that it's just one step closer to seeing things. I'm not sure. Maybe Mad Magazine did. Punk, punk music. Maybe a little punk rock. Little Axl Rose. Oh, you like that? People saying non-conformist things. Yeah. Maybe she should just say he's a um, like he's a visual artist. You know, he's a psycho. He's a psychological artist. You know, there's a lot of people that believe in that military secrets. Look what, they didn't do anything to, to Petraeus. So whatever. I know there's some people that believe in God and like they're all Christians, they're Catholic and they're, they're still like, this guy should die. You know, like state America, you know, America. And then this guy should die. And then they believe in God. So yeah, man, sickness or whatever. I don't know. You think they're giving a Julian Assange fish and chips or what? They made fun of him on SNL last night. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, you know the guy that did Beetlejuice? Yeah. Yeah, he was him. They brought him in last okay. minute. Yeah, they brought him in last minute. Go read it. Go go look at the clip. Sad, man. Yeah. SNL is totally with the system on that. Yeah, it's pretty weird how they program... Because um, people that share uh, similar viewpoints and maybe on the payroll from the gov um, participate in the in the creation of skits, I, you know, or in the selection of what's allowed and what isn't. It's kind of like how Chomsky talked about the. Um, Editors of papers. It is maybe on his. What? What? Comes down to like one person and then the one person editor who gives it a yay or a nay, like say Fox News and Rupert Murdoch. Um. That you could have, you could have the most freedom of all the all the writers and all this other stuff, but um, if it doesn't get if it doesn't get past the gatekeeper who has a connection and vested interest in in keeping certain people happy or not offending people, 
Um, then maybe you get the Julian Assange skit. Oh. And these are the people that are also like hanging out with each other on yachts, probably too. Who knows? The, the super moneyed interests. The game. Want another game? A higher level game, maybe. Game at well, they're high level, whatever they want to call. Them. I think everybody's a pawn at some level, except for maybe like a couple people. Or maybe people that hold purse strings or something, I'm not sure. I think with the rest of us, unless he has like some people that are able to help him, I think he's a pawn. But I think most people are. He's not a knight. I don't know what the rook does. Well, he won't be afforded a trial in the open, that's for sure. So, so much for democracy again. When you call my name, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, these, um, the leaders of the free world might not be much better than the, the, the poo-pooed African dictators. They just cover the media better. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, how many, like, millions of people died in Afghanistan and Iraq because of, um, um, their unilateral decisions. There was no involvement of the, the populace as to what. At least. <laughs> Interesting. I just want to use your love tonight, CNN. I like that. <laughs> I heard that song the other day. Oh, really? Oh, wow.
as you can. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, maybe. Something like that. Really? Yeah. Bet your, bet your sources know where that's coming from. I mean, they're the problem. You know, part of the issue with them is they're just as complicit in this in, in all these affairs as like the above is. So um, they can't. They don't all necessarily want to roll over on themselves by rolling over on the truth, right? Or like, right. like you know, you saw that stuff. How they were. I don't know, there's been a lot of documentaries on how they push war. You know, like, right, there's that one thing about Trump where it's like, the only time Trump got good press was when he, like, allowed, like, people to bomb Syria. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, people are like, yay! And, like, you know, the news the news reporters are like, yay! Trump is a man. You know, I mean, that's disgusting. Um, I don't know. It's real, like, good versus evil bullshit. Like, where, like, the Syrians are evil people, you know? Hey, I'll be back in a second, okay? One minute. Hey, CNN. Virus, really smoke, right? 